My entitled colleague tried to get me to cancel my holiday because I didn't have any kids. Many years ago, when I was in my early 20s, I used to work in a supermarket. Normally, I got along with all my colleagues and was always happy to do them favors, like swapping shifts, provided I was not doing anything else. However, one colleague had a habit of seeing last-minute holiday deals and then booking them before she checked if she could have the time off. Then, if management told her too many people were off, she tried to bully other staff into canceling their holiday. Sadly, many buckled and gave in to her. This time around, myself and a manager had a week off in the same week as this entitled co-worker of mine. She knew she couldn't bully the manager, so while I was on break, she came up to me. My colleague said, Oh, hey there, you're on holiday in a few weeks, right? I nodded, knowing exactly where this was going. She went on to say, Oh, well, I just booked this beautiful holiday, beautiful resort, great bargain. The kids are so excited. The trouble is, management said they can't give me the time off because, well, you're off. Would you cancel your holiday? I looked her straight in the eye and I said, no. No? What do you mean, no? You're not going anywhere. You never go anywhere. What difference does it make if you take your holiday time another week? I try to tell her that I have plans, but she ends up interrupting me, saying, yeah, probably sleeping. That's not plans. You are so selfish after all the favors I have done for you. After she said that, I said, you've never done me any favors. I have swapped many shifts for you over the years, including New Year's because you said you wanted to spend time with your kids, but every time I asked to swap with you, you always refuse. Well, you don't have any kids. It doesn't matter when you take holiday. My kids are so excited about this holiday. You're going to upset them, and I've already paid my deposit. I'll lose it if I cancel now. I tell her, well, maybe you should have checked. You could have the time off before you book the holiday. She starts screaming at me and starts saying these terrible cuss words, saying stuff like, what are you doing that's so important that you won't give up your holiday time? And after I explain to her that I'm going to my cousin's wedding, she simply doesn't have it, claiming that I shouldn't have to go for an entire week, saying it's absolute garbage that I'm taking this time off. So I go on to explain that I'm actually spending most of the week catching up with family up there. Mind you, these are people I have not seen in years. She goes on to say, Well, it's just a cousin. They're not that important. And if you haven't seen them in years, that's your fault. You could see them anytime. I need that holiday week more than you. She continued to moan and groan, calling me selfish, demanding that I cancel my holiday. She tried to guilt trip me into submission by reminding me her kids were so excited and how upset they would be if they couldn't go and how I was going to make them cry and how they hadn't had a holiday like this in years, which is just an utter lie. Having had enough of her, I got up and walked away because if I didn't, I was going to lose my temper. Right after that, I put in a complaint with HR and to the duty manager. The manager had a word with this lady and told her that no, you can't make people cancel their holiday. She claimed she had just asked me nicely and I took it the wrong way and the complaint went no further, though my co-worker did indeed stop bugging me. Fast forward several weeks. I returned to work after my holiday and found no trace of my colleague. Usually, as soon as anyone who refused to cancel their holiday for this lady had finally gotten back from their own holiday, this lady would waste no time in trying to make them feel bad. But that's when I learned that my colleague had been fired. It turns out that she had called in sick the week I was on holiday. The managers got suspicious as this was the exact week that she wanted off. They did some digging where they saw pictures on her Facebook account that proved she went ahead and went on holiday. And so because of that, she was immediately fired. What is wrong with this colleague? Who just goes up to another co-worker and starts harassing them simply because they're taking the same week off that you are? 
Like, that's just crazy. I've had irrational co-workers, but I've never had anybody act like this. Usually what happens is the co-worker says, hey, I kind of want to take that week as well. Is there any way we can come to a compromise? And then the reasonable adults in both of them come forward and be like, yeah, let's do that. So they work out some kind of deal so there can still be coverage during the week and both parties can be happy with the time they're getting off. It is just so disrespectful that this lady tried to guilt trip her co-worker into canceling their plans simply because they didn't put the time in that they should have. I mean, it's not the original poster's fault that they didn't put the time in with HR. That's their fault. And who just buys a ticket and says, hey, I'm going to go on holiday to this beautiful resort with my kids and puts a deposit down without the guarantee that they're going to be able to get this time off. I just don't understand that logic. But thankfully, the stars aligned and that lady got taken out of that job. She tried the classic play of calling in sick and then not covering her tracks because HR found out and they immediately got rid of her. But there is a plus side to this story. At least that colleague never has to worry about putting in time to take a holiday. Now she can do it whenever she wants. I have recently doubled my income and now my boyfriend wants to quit his job and I don't know what to do. I recently came into some money that basically has me set for life. I am by no means wealthy, but if I wanted to quit my job, I could live comfortably. I work full time and have no plans of quitting though. My boyfriend works for a company that is mismanaged horribly, but otherwise he has a good boss, is paid well, and has a flexible schedule, which is nice for us because we like to travel often. He wants to quit his job, but has no backup plan. I've told him I have no problem supporting him if he goes to school or if he picks up a part-time job until he finds something that he wants to do. Every day he gets up for work, he tells me how much he just wants to call out or to just stop showing up altogether. He used to like his job, but ever since the money came into play, he has been harping on not wanting to work anymore. He has been unemployed twice during our relationship of five years, and each time I was supportive and helped him financially. When we first started dating, he quit his job and didn't tell me for three days. I know what it's like to work a job you hate. I myself have quit two jobs since we've been together, but I had new work lined up each time, so I never went on unemployment. I want to be supportive, and I want him to be happy in what he does, but I am afraid if I support him with no plan of going back to work or even going back to school that he never will do either. What do I do? It's really cool that the lady in this story has money that can support her for the rest of her life, but in that same sentence, it's really cool that she still wants to work. I mean, imagine if you just said, hey, I'm going to retire at the age of 30. That's a long life without any work to do. So I completely understand and agree with the lady in this story where she wants to work and she wants her boyfriend to work. And I have also been there where I had to work a job that I absolutely despised every waking moment of my life. It was absolute torture and I did not like it. But you know what I did? I found something else and then I quit. But just quitting without any kind of backup plan or any kind of prospect to try and support yourself in the interim is really dangerous. Also, in my opinion, it's a lot more attractive to future employers if you get a job while you have a job. It at least shows some semblance of longevity and a willingness to work. Having to explain away absences in your employment is a gut-wrenching feeling. And personally, it's not something that's very fun. I've had to do it and it really sucks. So this guy's going about it all wrong. And who's to say his girlfriend's going to want to stick with someone who doesn't have any goals or aspirations in life? In my opinion, what this guy is actually saying is, hey, baby, can you just support me while I do nothing? This guy is unintentionally showing his hand that he just wants to be a freeloader in this relationship. And I can tell you right now, she's not going to want to stick around with that guy if this is how he's going to act. I mean, if I was in her shoes, I wouldn't want that. I would personally want my significant other to be motivated and have aspirations that they want to shoot for. And because I would have that kind of money to support both of us, we could make it happen. But to just outright say, hey, I'm going to quit my job without a backup plan or any kind of side job set up is really dangerous and personally not something that I would want in a relationship. So hopefully they can figure this out and find 
find some kind of common ground where he can probably switch jobs and do something that he actually enjoys instead of just quitting and then suddenly having no job, no goals, and nothing to look forward to. He can do better than that, and I think she can help him see that. My ex from a long-term relationship wants to meet up and talk, and I'm afraid to tell my current boyfriend. I was in a four-year relationship that ended in 2020, but we stayed friends until last year. Although I wanted to be single for a while, I ended up dating someone from the past very quickly. At the end of the last relationship, my feelings got very confused, and my actions became messy. These two men could be considered near-opposite types of people. I don't know why or how my heart works like that, but there is some deep chemistry on both ends. About six months have gone by since my ex and I have talked. He blocked me because he was upset that we couldn't work it out and I was with someone new. In the time that has gone by, I believe we have all worked on healing and moving forward. I expressed to my therapist that I miss my ex as a best friend. He was a very important person in my life. My new boyfriend is pretty jealous and kind of controlling. During the in-between of these relationships, I have gone through some traumatic events with close members of my family and leaned heavily on whoever was there to care for me, which was and is my ex and current partner. These were some dark days and just flat out painful for everyone involved. I'm still going to therapy and trying to get back on my feet. Anyway, my ex and I haven't spoke since last September. Today he reached out and asked if we could meet and talk. I really have no idea what he's looking for, but I know that I truly miss this person in my life. It often eats me up inside. My current partner would probably go crazy if he knew that I even texted my ex back. He's very codependent on me, but he's trying to work on himself too by going to therapy. This year, I've worked very hard at being honest with myself and others about what I'm doing in my life. I'm scared to even think about lying and I'm scared to tell the truth about going to meet with my ex, but I do want to meet. I feel it's very important. There are absolutely no other intentions except to just talk. I just need some input. My anxiety levels and fear are through the roof. What do I do? I think this person needs to realize that if the roles were reversed and her boyfriend was going behind her back talking to his ex, that she would probably be pretty upset. So I think it's pretty understandable that the boyfriend would obviously be pretty upset that you're talking to your ex still. Honestly, lying will always be the worst option. You can fight now about the insecurities he might have or fight later when he finds out you went behind his back. Like, both options are really hard, but it's better to tell the truth. But to not tell the truth and then to just meet up with your ex is almost guaranteed to be a recipe for disaster. Like, why would you put yourself in that kind of situation? I would almost say that if you meet up with your ex, to be completely honest with you, you can basically consider your current relationship over. It is not fair for your current partner to have to go through this without you telling them. In my book, that is absolutely not okay. You can't have both, unfortunately, in this situation. And it seems like you still have feelings for your ex. So in all honesty, I think you really need to consider whether or not you even want to be with your current boyfriend. Because from the sounds of it, it looks like you kind of want to go with your ex. And it would be better for you to make that decision now than to go behind your current boyfriend's back and ruin your relationship anyways. My future sister-in-law wants to have her wedding in the same week and at the same wedding location as mine. And I don't know what to do about it. My fiance and I have only been engaged for about six weeks and didn't want to wait too long. So we will be getting married in less than three months. We are only inviting about 50 people, but decided to make our wedding as memorable as possible. So we rented a villa on the mountainside for 10 days. The wedding will span over multiple days with a combination of ceremonies from both my fiance's culture as well as my own. The villa is near some scenic areas, some hot springs, waterfalls, stuff like that. So we have created an itinerary that involved all the invited guests and us visiting these places. We have already paid for a couple of the attractions like bungee jumping for some of the guests to participate in. Everything from the clothing for the bridal party to the trips nearby, my 
fiance and I will fully cover the cost. We both earn well, so this is something we wish to do as it would allow our families and friends to enjoy themselves without worrying about money. Well, my fiance's older sister, we'll call her Sarah, and her fiance have not been able to come up with a decent wedding plan themselves. They have been engaged for a couple of years, but do not earn as well as my fiance and I, so they can't afford an entire wedding. Sarah talked to us and asked if she could hold her wedding at the villa we rented on some of the days that we wouldn't be having our ceremonies. Most of the guests she wants at her wedding are already invited, so it wouldn't be much of a hassle, and the villa is going to be decorated for our wedding ceremonies anyway, so it might as well be used for hers. She additionally suggested that the bridal party's clothing could also be used for her ceremonies. In all this, she is willing to pay 40% of whatever the wedding was going to cost us. Up to this point, I was firmly against it, as those days were set aside for our guests to go out and enjoy themselves instead of being cooped up in a villa. However, she brought up the fact that if she chose a latter day for her wedding, people will question why her younger brother got married before her, as this is considered shameful in my fiancé's culture. People might talk of my sister-in-law negatively and make rumors like her fiancé isn't serious about marrying her. We told her to give us some time to think and have talked amongst ourselves since then. My fiancé has left the decision entirely up to me and promised to stand by me regardless of what I choose. He said while he does love his sister and wants to help her, this is something he wanted for a long time, so even if he is willing to make the sacrifice, he will not ask that of me. Whatever the decision may be, we will present it as a collective decision rather than placing the entire weight on me. But with that in mind, I don't know what I should do now. Should I let my sister-in-law have her way or go about my wedding as previously planned at the expense of upsetting her and possibly my fiance's parents? What should I do? I can see both sides of this coin. I can understand that this individual wants to be involved on this day that's already being rented out because it'll probably be a lot cheaper for them. But the original poster needs to remember that this other couple have been engaged for several years. So this excuse of them saying, oh, well, I don't want the family to think we're not serious is just absolute garbage. It's been years since they've been engaged. They're not serious. And in my opinion, it only seems like they want to jump on board with this wedding after they've seen how much work has gone into it and how incredible and how fantastic it's going to look. These people know for a fact they won't be able to pull that off with the money they make. And so they're only latching on to this because you had a fantastic idea going into it. Do you really want to share that with somebody else? Personally, and maybe I'm just selfish, I would not want to share this moment with anyone else. I would want this to be exclusively me and my spouse's day. In this case, 10 days. I would not be a fan of having anybody else coming in and trying to take away from my special memory. This is not a group marriage. This is my marriage. It's incredibly selfish, in my opinion, for this individual to kind of step in and say, hey, can we get married on that day too? Maybe I'm mean for saying that, and please let me know in the comments, but personally, I would not let this happen. This is the biggest day of your life. This is absolutely 100% about you and your spouse. No one else is involved, in my opinion. But what would you do if you were in this situation and someone wanted to get married in the same week that you're getting married, what would you do about it? Leave a comment down below. Let us know. I broke up with my longtime girlfriend after she kissed multiple girls at her 21st birthday party. For reference, this happened last Saturday. I saw her kiss three of her friends at her birthday party at separate times, which led me to just walk out. I was a little bit under the influence, so I just laid down in the front yard until I was sober enough to drive home. The next day, I broke up with her. There was no sign anywhere in our four years where she ever gave me the impression she would do something like that. I understand some people are comfortable with that kind of behavior, but I am not one of them. I wouldn't call it cheating in the traditional sense, but I feel so betrayed. I thought her kisses on the lips were a special thing only meant for me, but 
but boy was I wrong. I really thought I was going to marry this girl. This was both of our first relationships, and she meant the world to me. She has always saved her intimacy for me, which made me feel so special and loved. I understand young relationships rarely work out, but I genuinely thought we could. Just in case anyone thinks it was only a drunken mistake, when I talked to her about it the next day, she said she didn't do anything wrong. She said she has no regrets. It was intentional. I probably would have forgiven her if she said it was an accident and apologized sincerely. Instead, she said she wanted to have fun. Evidently, that meant kissing other people. I personally believe she checked out mentally from our relationship a couple of months ago and started acting out so I would end it and she wouldn't have to. The problem is, even if she quit on us mentally, I never stopped loving her. In the span of one day, I went from cuddling with her, watching Netflix, to then us ending our relationship. I still feel in shock. I can't look anywhere without being reminded of her. Since the middle of high school, she's been there for every great moment in my life. I don't know how to let go of her. I don't know how to get past this. We did everything together. I can't play video games, open Instagram. I can't even open my closet without being reminded of her. It's tearing me apart inside. I feel genuinely broken. I guess I just want someone to empathize with me. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. I'm sure someone here can offer me a better perspective because I'm at a loss. Maybe I just need someone older than me to say everything will turn out fine. What should I do? I think it's really important to remember that you're only 21 years old. I know 21 years old might seem old to people who are much younger, but I'm telling you as someone who has been 21 years old and is now much older than that, it is not that old. You have literally so much life left to live. And this person got it right. Young relationships rarely work out. Some of them do, don't get me wrong. But if your girlfriend's acting like this and she's 
not sorry for basically cheating on you? And yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Her intentionally kissing other people is absolutely her cheating on you. That's my opinion, at least. And if she's gonna be super unapologetic about all of this and treat this as if it's a casual thing, then honestly, my man, you could do much better than this. You do not need her in your life. And I am 100% with you. You went through high school with this person, so you have some sentimental connection with them. But here's a little wake-up call for you. You are not gonna keep in contact with every single person you went through high school with. Even your most diehard best friend, eventually, possibly, you might drift apart. That's pretty normal and it happens. So I think, honestly, in my own opinion, the best thing to remember is that you have literally your whole life in front of you. There's so many more people out there who will love and appreciate you exclusively without the excuse that they wanted to just have fun and that they intentionally want to kiss other people to try and get excited. That is just completely uncalled for and is not conducive to a healthy relationship. So keep your head up, keep moving forward, and trust me, things will get better. My husband doesn't seem to want me anymore, but he also doesn't want to separate. What should I do? My husband and I are both 30 years old, and we have been together for eight years. We've been married for about four years, and we have a two-year-old. We used to have an amazing marriage, but in the last year or so, my husband just doesn't seem very into me anymore. I'm personally in good shape and back to my pre-pregnancy weight. I take great care of myself and our house, and I try hard to connect with him, but something just seems to be missing. After months and months of trying to improve our marriage, I have kind of started to give up. The last straw was a few weeks ago when I tried to initiate intimacy with him and he turned me down. I felt so humiliated and rejected because of how he went about it. He claimed it was because I looked physically uncomfortable and that it was distracting with how I was looking at him. I felt hideous and unwanted and so I started putting even more care into my appearance and mental health. So we kind of just coexist without any emotional or physical intimacy. I'm now at a point where I feel very attractive and confident but the problem is I have lost all interest in my husband. It's more like my interest is buried under hurt feelings and rejection. I don't even want to talk to him, let alone be close. Not to mention I've started noticing our neighbor. This guy is our age, drives a freaking Lamborghini, and is very attractive and seems to have been noticing me as well. My husband is aware of all of it and is mad at me and blames me for being weak-minded. And the other day he screamed at me, basically implying that I should just go over there and get with the neighbor. All because he thought I was lingering about outside so I would just run into the neighbor. I've brought up divorce many, many times to give my husband an easy out because I feel like maybe he's not interested in me, but is afraid to initiate separation. But he gets mad and says if I were to leave, he'd probably unalive himself. Yet he continues to not show any affection or desire for me. I feel it's unfair to me to continue to work on things, and I'm starting to develop a serious crush on Mr. Sports Car Guy next door. What do I do? I've brought up marriage counseling as well, and he's just not into it. I feel like I'm at a point where if the opportunity struck, I would probably get with the neighbor and that makes me feel bad, but I also kind of understand because I tried for a whole year while raising a baby practically alone. I don't want to cheat on my husband, but I also don't want to suffer anymore. What should I do? Let's circle back to something that he just said. He threatened to unalive himself if you divorced him and yet still doesn't want to put any kind of work into the marriage. That's a big red flag to me. That's just blatant abuse in my opinion. I'm not saying you should get divorced, but I think you really need to consider your options because this guy does not sound like he's putting any work into this marriage and it seems like he's kind of given up and I don't think you've given up just from what you've told us it seems like you've done a lot to try and make things work especially for the sake of your two-year-old kid but either way it looks like some serious thoughts gonna have to go into this and you really got to consider what you want out of your future for yourself as well as your kid thanks for watching when you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications to finish listening to all the stories use the play
playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.